Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 158. I will freely admit, and I have mentioned this many times before, that I am not good at celebrating my wins. I typically set a big scary goal, and then before I achieve it, I either increase or change the goal to be something bigger or more long-term than the original goal. So even when I hit that first goal, it's sort of anticlimactic because I'm already on to the next thing. And so I'm in this constant state of forward motion, which is great for me personally, because I don't know how to sit still. If I don't have a goal, I get very uh, like discombobulated. I get frustrated. I get overwhelmed. I feel like I need direction. <laughs> I need like direction. So I just do much better when I have a goal. But the thing is that I rarely take time to celebrate the fact that I'm hitting all the mini goals I set for myself along the way. And so this is a cautionary tale. Don't do this. <laughs> like, I'm not saying don't uh, emulate the type of forward progress that I'm talking about, but don't skip the celebration part. And I often feel like, and I'm working hard on this, but I often feel like I don't deserve to celebrate those little wins and, and until I hit the bigger goal, which most of the time that operating system fails me. Like it doesn't serve me well. So this is why I'm sort of taking the time to tell you guys about this because even though the way I go about setting my goals and working towards them, I think works really well for me. And of course, everybody else is gonna have a different system. But the thing that I would want you to maybe try to not do (laughs) is skip the celebrating part, okay? So if you are sort of in the same boat where you set all these goals and you rarely celebrate, and even when you do achieve the big goal, you're already on to the next thing, which is my MO, I think it would be helpful for you and for me, which is what I'm trying to do here, is to celebrate a little bit more of the little stuff, these mini goals along the way. And I'll tell you why in in a second. But it's one of these things that I would recommend that you do. And it's one of the things that I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to get better at celebrating my wins. And one of the things that's helping me to do that is actually celebrating the wins of the people that I work with and the people that are in the ladies that are in the run your first 50 K Facebook group. But I will say that, that I have had a few sort of mini wins recently. The first one was I went on vacation for the first time in five years and it was like a week long vacation and I did not work during that vacation. I maybe posted like once and then I shared some stuff in my stories, but I didn't work, which is huge for me. <laughs> Because I don't know, like I said before, I don't know how to sit still. I don't know how to have, uh, quote unquote, nothing to do other than to relax and have fun. I don't really do that very well. So that was like a huge win for me. I ran twice during that vacation, which oftentimes in the past, I'll either do all the running and no vacationing or all the vacationing. And then I will stress out about not doing any of the running. So I did a good combination I think technically I got three runs in there, but who's counting? Anyway, and the, the last one was that I got right back on track with my training when I returned. 
instead of dragging my feet and like hemming and hawing, oh, where should I start back in? I missed a, a quote unquote, I missed a whole week, blah, 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 blah. I just dove right back in. All right. So those are some of the little mini wins that in the past, I would have just been like, I mean, this is just standard operating procedure, but I'm trying to take a more celebratory approach to these things and actually give myself a little mini pat on the back for the the wins that I have, even if they aren't defined as wins by anybody else but me, okay? I've talked about the Run Your First 50K Facebook group on the podcast before, and there are some amazing ladies in there. And like I said, I've really tried to make a better effort at celebrating wins, not only for myself, but for other people. And so I want to share some of the wins that they've had, that these women have had over the last couple of weeks. And I I went back into the feed and I pulled out a bunch of stuff. This isn't an exhaustive list of all of the people that have had quote unquote wins over the last couple of weeks. These are just the few that I pulled forwards. Okay. So if I miss you, if you posted something in there and you're, and I, and I didn't say it, or I don't say it, I'm sorry ahead of time, send me a, a message and I'll put you into the next one. Okay. So this isn't even in order either. I just took them as they showed up in my feed. So the first is that Jessica completed her first trail race ever, and it was a half marathon. And I don't know if you guys remember like going back to your first trail race, but my first trail race was my first 50k. <laughs> like I had done some trail running before, but I had never raced on a trail before, which is why I'm always trying to get you guys to have a 5k, a 10k, a half marathon, a marathon on the trail before you run your first 50k. But I digress. So here's what she wrote. She said, completed my first trail race ever, a half marathon. And while I had completed a 16 mile run the previous weekend on a treadmill, the transition to trail running was a real eye opener. I loved it, but it was more challenging than I thought it would be. She said, uh, ran around just under three hours, like a 13 plus ish minute mile and ended up running this with an amazing woman who rocked it and really helped me maintain a consistent pace. While I had no qualms about walking, ended up with a consistent trot about 90% of the time, which wasn't a goal, but just an interesting point that she pulled out. Super sore afterwards, but with some mobility, she's back on track today. I am more nervous than ever about my 50k, but going up to my time, going to up my time on the trails, which should definitely help. So round of applause for Jessica. Carrie completed her first 50K recently, and here's a little bit about what she posted in the Facebook group. She said, my first 50K is done. She ran the Mendocino Coast 50K yesterday, 32 miles in eight hours and 12 minutes, which as she was doing the calculation sort of works out to be a 15, 22 minute mile. She said, I like this part, since I wasn't allowed to have a goal of just finishing, which the overall time cutoff was nine hours, nine and a half hours, excuse me, she picked a 15 minute mile pace. I'm pretty proud of how close I came, she said, since I hadn't been able to hold that pace on my harder training runs. She also goes on to say that she seriously considered dropping out of the race in the months and week prior. She felt like she was always getting hurt and that her training was compromised and then work got really stressful and she wasn't super compliant with her program. 
She said, I did most of the running, but backed off the weights and mobility, not ideal, but it kept me from quitting. Now that the race is behind me, I'm glad I dropped my volume and kept working towards the race. I started the race injury free, even if I was a little less well-trained than I would have liked. She said her longest training run was 21 miles with the same elevation as the race. Everything beyond 21 miles was hard. The trail changed around mile 24, which ended up being her low point. But at 26, we climbed out of the ravine and were Uh, the ravine that we were in and had a completely different change of scenery, beautiful views of the Pacific coast. Even though it still hurt, the change in scenery made it a little easier. Oh, and we had to use a rope to descend backwards down into another ravine. That's crazy. I hadn't read that before. She had to run and walk across the long beach at the end, then straight out to the finish. And she said she actually managed a decent run through to the finish. It was a small race and the race director was announcing every finisher and giving high fives. And he knew it was my first 50k, which was awesome. Congrats, Carrie. That is amazing. Jenny ran her third third 50k and snagged a new PR of seven hours and 11 minutes. Jessica Z ran a 10k trail race and took third in her age group. Amazing. Maggie completed her first 50k eight hours and 45 minutes. And at that same race, her sister and brother also ran their first races, 20 miles and a 10k respectively. That's amazing. Callie finished her first trail marathon. Here's a little bit of uh, her race recap. She said, I finished my first ever marathon today at the Philadelphia Trail Marathon. She said it was actually inching a little bit closer to a 50K because the course was a little long. Overall, she felt great and she met her non-time goals and she's feeling really confident about her 50K that's coming up in, in about a month. She said, I ended up taking over an hour longer than I expected based on my training because I didn't know what the terrain was going to be like and ended up walking slash power hiking a lot more than I normally do. The race just... The race director's description just said, quote, there are some hills and some technical sections. It was very rocky, had multiple hills that were steep uphill for at least a quarter of a mile at a time, and had some interesting adventures like climbing through a ditch because a bridge was out and crossing on top of old stone walls. Well, that sounds more like an an OCR, like an obstacle course race, but that's amazing. Congrats, Callie. Karen ran a trail marathon to commemorate her 60th birthday. Here's what she had to say. I ran the Clemson Experimental Forest Trail Marathon. Longest race name ever. Uh, to commemorate my 60th birthday, which was last month. It was my longest trail race so far. My daughter, Christy, had planned to run the second half with me. She decided the night before to run the entire race. We had over 2,600 feet of elevation and finished in just over seven hours. If you pick your race carefully, you might just come home with second and third place female finishers. That's amazing. And she said she even saw a wild pig. (laughs) It sounds like an amazing experience, Karen. Congrats.
Christine ran her first 50K. Antonia ran the Boston Marathon. Melody ran her first 50K and came in third female. Jennifer G ran her first 50K. Here's what she wrote. It's official 50K done in 714 with 5,800 feet of elevation gain at the Canyons Endurance Run in Auburn, California. It was 87 degrees at the finish and the nutrition tips were so helpful. Thank you to this awesome group for keeping me informed and inspired on the journey. Allison C ran her first 50K. She wrote, I did it. I felt strong the whole way. The second half of my race was faster than the first half, ran super consistent miles. She also wrote her initial goal that was set in January of 2023 was a 50K, a 50K in eight hours and 30 minutes. Her race plan was to finish in 8.07. Her actual goal, you guys, anybody want to guess? Or sorry, her actual finishing time is eight hours, six minutes, and 45 seconds. So she actually beat her race plan by a solid 20 seconds, and she beat her overall initial 50K goal by like 24 minutes, which is amazing. She said the only real issue were her feet hurting, which has never happened before, but it turns out she was developing blisters under the balls of her feet. And she wrote, definitely need to figure that out for the future. Congrats, Allison. That's amazing. So many good stories, you guys. Congrats to everybody that I listed and congrats to anybody that I missed you guys, because I, there are so many of you that are posting all the time about your amazing, uh, mini goals and your big goals, right? Your a priority races, such good work. You guys should all be super proud of yourselves. And for those of you that are in the process of training, I just want to say, keep going. Okay. There are a lot of ups and downs during the process, during your training cycle. And sometimes giving up feels like the best option, especially when you're tired or you're overwhelmed or things feel like they're slipping through your grasp. But I promise that if you work through it and find ways to just keep showing up and stay consistent, it will pay off in the end. Okay. So I, I know where you're at. I know how it feels. I know how frustrating it can be. The, the draw to give up or just to stop or to pull back is so big sometimes because you don't necessarily know if you can do this big, scary thing. And I get that. But I promise you that pulling out, stopping, like pulling the plug on the whole thing is not going to get you to where you want to go. And you've already come this far. You might as well keep going because if you want to do this thing, you're just going to have to keep doing it again. Like you're going to have to start the process all over again and you're already in it. So you might as well keep going. Okay. If you're not already a member of the Facebook group that I've been loving on in this podcast, then I would highly recommend that you come join us. And remember, this group is specifically for women. You'll just go to Facebook and search run your first 50K under groups, request to join, answer the questions, and you're in. Once you're there, make sure that you check out the resources that are pinned to the top of the page. There's everything from the shakedown to training plans and lots, lots more. So this group is all about support, education, and encouragement. So it makes a great place for you to hang out if you're new to ultras and or you don't have people in your immediate circle that run 
or understand why on earth (laughs) you would want to run, let alone run an ultra. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you're already a member of the group, keep the posts coming. I love going in there and seeing all of your updates, your questions, your race reports, all of this stuff. All right. So just keep those coming, keep showing up, keep staying consistent, keep participating in the process. So just to recap, make sure that you're taking the time to set your big scary goals, but also smaller mini goals that you can achieve along the way and make sure that you're celebrating those wins as well. And it can be as, you know, small as like posting in a Facebook group and sharing what that win is. It could be a new pair of shoes that helps you celebrate. I don't even know. The The options are endless. Whatever celebrating in a meaningful way means to you, make sure you keep doing it because it will help you to stay excited and engaged in the training process and it will keep your motivation high and boost your confidence. All right? That's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat, and I'll see you all soon.